Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics around the world are calling There Is Nothing Positive to Say About This Show. Okay, awesome. Sweet. We usually like something positive, but you're just telling us it's nothing. Okay, cool. Well, anyways, moving on. We got uh, Brett Saxon, returning champion. We are here. I'm here. And Clark Wilson. I'm here. Yes, you are. <laughs> Guys, it's the Christmas episode. Welcome to it. it. We did it. Yes, we're all wearing our appropriate Christmas Tire. Christmas apparel. I have yeah. my Taco Bell Christmas sweater on. I don't have any real Christmas Beautiful. sweaters. Well, Brett has a I'm white one. My snow sweatshirt. Yeah. We could take magic markers and draw some snowflakes on there, some Christmas yeah, spirit yeah. on there. Yeah. If you're done with just that. like put in some water in it and then dry it out, then you can just, yeah, put a, put a straw to it. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Here we are on the Christmas episode. Oh, I was going to say, too, there's going to be times when some of these stories aren't really Christmassy. And so what we like to do usually is have Brett with he is the master of voices. Always has been, always will be. Some consider him the guy from Police Academy, Michael Winslow. He is that level of voice actor. Um, So we were thinking for the Christmas episode, whenever things aren't (laughs) fully Christmassy, maybe you could do a little reindeer sound. Do you have a reindeer kind of? Reindeer sound? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, that ladies one? and gentlemen. That is why you watch and check in every it picked single picked up week. on both of our mics. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <sighs> yeah. How about, oh, did you say you had like your own home- homemade Christmas carol too that you made your own? <laughs> no, that was Clark. Oh, that was you're, Clark. You're confusing me with Clark. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I could have sworn it was Brett. Do you have, you want to give us a little taste of the Christmas carol? Of uh, Chuck Taylor's, uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris's Christmas carol? Yeah. Chuck um, Taylor. <laughs> oh man, put me on the spot here. Yeah, well, I, you're I, great you know. here. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you thrive. Is, oh, here, I'll do that. I was thinking about the, doing the, a little jolly. Like a good fellow. Oh my God! Here we go. That's too fast. I know. That's way too fast. That's way too fast. This is like. What is this? Like a Jamaican? Uh... <laughs> How's this? <laughs> yeah, we Are need you? some uh, the iron drums. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a of a good uh, something about reindeer. Bells. Yeah, something about reindeer. Reindeers, reindeer fell, reindeer fell, all, all the way. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, that was a classic oh Brett right God. there. This is cut the all that. That'll be a number <laughs> one. We're live. We can't cut that. We can't cut that. That's out here. Everyone uh, is enjoying that. Um, and this is the checking in segment. So let's start with something, too. Something crazy. So on the freeway, I was on 169 South. Okay. I was nice. going nice. Nice. <laughs> I was going back. I was going to the cities from my parents' house, and I was about a mile away from the 394 East cutoff. And as I'm there, uh, this raccoon jumps into the freeway and is running across, goes all the way from the woods on the right to the freeway, and then goes back from the median back into the right and keeps going back and forth as my car's coming up. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit this thing. And then it looked like it wasn't going to hit me. And I was like, this is perfect. And then the last minute, it just went right into my lights and just hit my left, my front 
right bumper oh, rather. No. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Did it go into the wheel well. Yeah. Yes, it did. Um, and I hit that sucker hard. And did it, you stop? Um, I did after like a couple miles because oh. <laughs> I was on the freeway. So I had to Check wait till the I, damage. Yeah. I did. The damage was, yeah, there's a big old uh, tear and uh, dent, some dents and big rips in the bumper, but, and Ooh. there's hair still stuck from the raccoon in the uh, bumper. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. I could have sworn it made eye contact with me yeah. and looked right as it was looking up and it was just like, help me, you know, but what can you do? I just had to smash into it going well over 70 five miles an hour yeah just pulverized it did you bring 65 any? On. i mean 65 miles an hour <laughs> yeah that's what i said that's what i clearly said yeah uh Pop. so you're having raccoon Pop. for uh christmas dinner exactly that's a roast beast Uh, from there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's go to um, let's do a little entertainment news and comics. This is entertainment news and comic books for the week. Mm. We'll start with the worst Christmas songs of all time ranked. There's a list that came out that was all I want for Christmas is you. Um, is that uh, <laughs> it's a dumb Mariah Carey song? Oh, but that would be people would consider that a good one. I know. They? I don't even think that's on there, um, but. Uh, a lot of really bad ones on here. We got Bon Jovi's Backdoor Santa at number 15. Whoa. <laughs> Backdoor Santa. We're playing that at Slappers tonight. Yes, we He's are. He's interest. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber's Mistletoe is number 14. Oh, that's uh, good. You like that one? Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. You love it. Are Jay-Z's. these originals or? Um, I don't know. I think some. it's probably oh. a mix. Some are. Like this one for sure is. Uh, Joe Pesci's If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas is number 13. Yeah, that's a joke song, though. He's a comedian. No, I think he's being serious when he does. Like, when he was a rapper, too, for a while. I think he was genuinely thought wow. he was going to be a real it's good rapper. Delusional. Joe Pesci? Yeah. The Pesh? Yeah. Well, he does sing the Pesh He mark? does sing real songs, though. He, like, has an album where he sings, like, crooner music. Right, right. But I think even that's not good. Hmm. I haven't listened to it enough. We to, should buy it. Brett, you can buy it. Yeah. I'm oh, vinyl. It's pro, it's pro, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we, track. Yeah. We got uh, number 10 is Paul McCartney's Rudolph the Christmas Reggae. Uh, oh. N- wow. I haven't heard of any of these. I know. I want to listen to them. Uh, I haven't heard of most of these. Uh, number nine is John Denver's Please Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on Christmas. So I never heard that one. Uh, Crazy Frog, number eight, Last Christmas. Uh, moving up to the top five worst songs for number five is Pentatonix. That's Christmas to me. Nice. Number four is Weird Al Yankovic. The Night Santa Went Crazy. These are still the worst? Or still the worst, but I thought that was a good Pentatonix? song. Pentatonix? Yeah, Pentatonix is like, Weird. these are good. Yeah. yeah, they're like acapella. Right. Uh, the Weather Girls, Dear Santa, Bring Me a Man This Christmas. Uh, number three. Elmo and Patsy singing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is number two. And at number one worst Christmas songs this year is New Song by The Christmas Shoes. I have no idea what any wow. of that is. But there you go with that. And we'll do um, for Christmas comic book this week. I'll just do one. <laughs> and that is, uh, I've talked about this first one, but the second one is just as good. And I think it's part of a four or six issue series. It's called The Deviant. And it's about a guy interviewing a homicidal Santa Claus. Um, so wow. really good twisted stuff. So James Tinian the fourth wrote this, wrote a ton of Batman stuff, but I've been raving about this really good. 
definitely check it out. Cool. Um, yeah, so there you go with that. Deviant, number two. Um, and it's crazy, too, like the homicidal Santa Claus stuff. That's, you know, kind of been a trope forever. And I remember doing a true crime TV show for uh, Netflix. It was called Corrupt Crimes. And we did a story about a real guy in California who went nuts. And I think his wife either divorced him or I don't know if he got if she got caught cheating or what it was, but he just snapped. And on Christmas Eve, he like got a Christmas, got a Santa suit, dressed up as Santa and got a flamethrower and just like went and took out a bunch of his, uh, um, what like in-laws took out all of his in-laws, which wow. is just crazy. And so we well, had to recreate some of those things. And so like, could he use a flamethrower? We did build like a homemade, like flamethrower. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty crazy. But, uh, but yes, that was such a bizarre time period. Cause we were looking at, Doing the recrease, I think I've said this before too, on my computer, we had the actual crime scene photos. And so if anyone looked at my laptop at that time period, they would see just tons of photos of real crime scenes. On your personal laptop. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) I thank God no one saw that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, there you go. The FBI saw it. They probably did. Yeah, they see everything. Uh, from there, let's go to movies. This is movies of the week, gentlemen. What have you seen this week that you can talk about that you can uh, recommend or tell people to run far away from? Who wants to start and take this one? I think I saw a classic yesterday. It's a Wonderful Life. No, but it's another Christmas one. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Classic. Is it, is it set in Christmas? The first I don't one? think so. so. I don't like, think I don't think the first one's set in Christmas. No, is it? No. No. no? <laughs> Didn't you just watch it, Brad? I don't think any no, of them are set in Christmas time. No. 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 <laughs> well, what'd, you, what'd you think of it? This was your first watch, right? This was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike. It's the first time you've ever seen it? Yeah. Wow. Eddie Murphy's laugh is very annoying. But <laughs> his laugh's awesome. <laughs> yeah, does that. Uh, or and a combination of Clark's too. Uh, Mike from Breaking Bad is a young Mike from Breaking Bad is yep, in there. I don't yep. know that actor's name. Oh, I just I, I just knew it too because we were talking yeah. about that last night. But what a weird um, name, Ermin Trout. Yeah, character on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah, um, it's got to be some sort of like wordplay, right? No, I'm I sure. think it's a real name because I think Ermin? I've seen someone named Ermin Trout before. Huh. Jonathan Banks is the actor's name. Really? He doesn't look like a Jonathan Banks at all. Wow. So uh, what, uh, all like in Mike all. from Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. That's true. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Don't, yeah. don't let me stop you. <laughs> um, and so what did you think of the movie, all in all? I'll give it a good, though. You'll yeah, give it a good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see how the. Did a, does a banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, that is classic. (laughs) Classic Classic psychic. Yeah, classic Murphy. What I love is the trailer for, have you seen the trailer for the fourth one? No. It's good. Yeah. And they released it and uh, they put the music, the synthesizer on there, like that theme song, so good. And then they have that shot, the classic threefer where it's uh, Judge Reinhold in the driver's seat and then the other cop, I'm blanking on his name. Still the same guy? Is that guy still alive too? Yep, yep. Okay. And then him and then Eddie Murphy in the back seat, in the middle, and they're talking. They recreated that shot for the fourth one, and they just, they put them back to back to see how old they've gotten oh, now. Wow. It's pretty cool, though. That's I, awesome. I, I love so that they've done that. Is the fourth one out yet or no? No, it's coming out. summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's coming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We you can, know, you joked last night, like, uh, 
Wait till you see the third one, Brett. Oh, yeah. That was the very first one I saw. Is it really? Yeah. And oh, wow. It's so bad. <laughs> that probably makes sense. That was our age. When, yeah, that's like. That was on HBO a lot. Well, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I think it came out in like the mid 90s. So it's like, oh, I can maybe watch an R rated movie, even though it's like very tame for R rated. What's super weird about that one, too, is do you know who directed that one? No. John Landis. Really? It's so weird because it's wow. not that good. And it's I would have like, guessed like Joel Schumacher or right, something right. like that. You would have thought it would have been a lot more creative and like yeah. a little funnier. Yeah, because doesn't he go to like a like a theme park or something like yeah. that? And then I remember there being like some joke, like a guy gives him a joke like bazooka or something or whatever. Like I remember Axel Foley shooting like a bazooka or, oh, yeah. or a big gun or yep. something stupid. Yep. It might have been bazooka. I've tried to memory hole that movie. Yes. <laughs> It's a but good I did. Wa- I watched a Christmas movie. What'd you watch? That Hallmark movie I talked about about a month ago on this podcast that I saw trailers for while watching. I don't something on Peacock. If it was wrestling or Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. they would show trailers for this Hallmark movie, and it looked interesting. It's called a Biltmore Christmas. And oh I, yeah, Biltmore is like this estate Hotel, in North yeah. Carolina or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's about this woman who's a screenwriter, and she's been tapped to write the remake of a classic christmas movie that's made up mm-hmm. from the 40s and so she goes to the biltmore to get inspired and jonathan franks frakes frank frakes jonathan frakes mm-hmm. is like the host or caretaker of the biltmore and he's like oh let me show you this secret room and it's the library and there's this hourglass and she turns it upside down and so she's able to go back in time for one hour to when they were filming the movie at the Biltmore Estate. Oh. And so she uh, kind of becomes a part of the production. Okay. And I'm going to give it a good wow. Hallmark movie. First ever really? Hallmark Christmas movie I've ever seen. And it is really good. Okay. I'll check that out. A Biltmore Christmas? Yep. There you go. Um, from there, let's do a little thing we like to do called the taste test. We like to try a couple products and taste it and let you know if you should try it or if you should, uh, puke just thinking of it. <laughs> and you're not going to puke. And while we're, we're doing puke? the taste test too, yeah. let's do the gift exchange as well. Oh, sure. It is the Christmas season. Christmas reindeer. Oh, reindeer. <laughs> That was it. That's what they sound like. That was a North Pole reindeer. Oh, that's how they sound? They yeah. just say their name? Right? It was like the, the Bon Jovi backdoor reindeer. It's getting worse. They're, all, they're just like a deer. It's just like, ba, ba, ba. That's the sounds they actually make. Yeah, that's uh, what deer sound uh, like when they're... Uh, <laughs> my head's not in it. Well, they're caribou. Yeah. All right, so let's get the uh, taste test. Let's. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do some mic adjustments. Yeah, no, don't do a mic adjustment. Take mics away. That's what we should do. Right now, Brett is readjusting the microphones as Clark is grabbing the taste test and the Christmas gifts. Only I brought gifts. No, I got gifts for you guys too. Of course. All right, I was. Wrap it up. All right. One of uh, your Christmas bows, though. Um, <laughs> bows radio? Off, and that's for you. There you go, oh, that's Brad. for me? That's for you, Brad. Whoa. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Is it a necklace? 
You buying jewelry? Merry Christmas. Thank you. Get matching rings. Yeah. Okay, so I was uh, Christmas shopping and I saw this in the candy aisle. So okay. I thought I'd get a bag. It's really expensive though. It's almost five bucks. Oh wow. It's M and M's. Do we have to say the prices of the gifts? Yeah. Well, no, this is not a gift. This is the taste oh, test. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Well, here's your gifts. Then. Oh, thank you. Well, where do I put those then? Thanks, Brett. Okay, I'm s- toasted vanilla M and M's. Ooh, all right. Now, so toasty I- vanilla. White chocolate. I got to say, first off, just from hearing about what that is, I am very much one of my favorite snacks is the M&M. And so I think I love or, M&Ms. I love M&Ms. So I think I'm already kind of predestined to like this treat. You got a, you got a knife or a scissor or something? Yeah, I got a couple knives. <laughs> That's not a knife. You got a hacksaw? <laughs> that work? That's Good. perfect. You got some kind of yeah. got some kind of power drill? All right, Clark is opening it right now. Ooh, look at those festive colors. They're not festive. It's like tan, white, and brown. It's like skin. And they're all like melt. Yeah. They're melted off. It's like skin. Is it really? Yes. It's like a diverse, diverse M and M's. I don't want them to melt, man. I, I wish I would have got you something else then, because it would have matched this. All right. Like that flavor. Yeah, that marshmallow bourbon. You were gonna get that. All right, cheers, oh, everyone. Right. M&M's. <laughs> you see, like, four ampoules. <laughs> These are almost cinnamony. Yeah. I don't get any cinnamon. I get... I feel like I'm getting lots of cinnamon. White chocolate. Oh, yeah. I definitely get a ton of cinnamon. I don't get any chocolate, but I get oh. all cinnamon. Not yeah. enough toasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can see where you get the cinnamon. Yeah. Hmm. And so this one is... What is this? Cinnamon. Toast, toast, white chocolate, toasty vanilla. Toasty vanilla. Hmm. Well, so I'm going to say, just off of my first reactions with this and me loving M&M's, I'm giving this a good, for sure a good. Hmm. An emphatic good. I think I like that gingerbread Kit Kat I got last year. Better? More than this, yeah. But mm. this is good. Yeah. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of white chocolate. But. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? I'm gonna give it a not good. Whoa, Whoa two goods in there. Yeah, look at this guy. Well, right there you go. That's our reviews for that. Now let's do the little gift exchange. What do we got here? Yeah. All right. So should I open up uh, this one first? Sure. I did order you another thing. It hasn't come yet though. It's supposed to come tomorrow. Okay. Oh damn, Clark got some like. Yeah, I wrapped it myself. Look at that. Wow. That's profesh. All right, you open yours from Clark, too, and I'll open mine from Clark. All right. Got some Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Clark's is going to be thoughtful, and I was trying to be... <laughs> I know. But I ended up, ended up getting to be the two last one. Oh, Starbucks. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nope. Definitely use that. I do Starbucks almost every day. Oh, I'm going to open this card first. Oh, nice. It's not a card. It's a gift card. <laughs> Look at this. Keeping Minnesota chill. Thank you, Clark. You're welcome. Wow. Look at that. Clark, was that a promo? <laughs> was that it? a free did you, get, did you guys get this at Slappers? Yeah, they give us it. My first gift. This is what keeps this podcast running. Yep. And keeps us running uh-huh. to the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> and two of those Taco, in there. Taco Bell. 15. Okay, and then I got... Uh, is that from Clark? You got yeah. him Taco Bell? Nice. Yep. Yeah. 
Which will go directly back to <laughs> both Does, of you yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, Whiskey Peaks. Nice. Premium rocks glass. Open it up and look at one of them. Open them up and break both of them. You need the exacto knife again or yeah, your thumbnail. I need the drill. <laughs> Protect the West. It's a mountain peak from Utah. Oh, look at that. Did you oh, recognize awesome. the logo? High West. High West. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's a very uh, Julie O'Keefe uh, kind of <laughs> rocky well, mountain I you peak. Need more, you needed more... Uh, Whiskey glasses, so I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Great. Look at that. Those are beautiful. I like That's that. awesome. They're kind of almost like margarita glasses that you see in like Mexico. We'll have to break those in at night. Yeah. Um, all yeah. right. You guys open your uh, matching jewelry. I <laughs> <laughs> it does not jewelry. <laughs> yeah, the, the box is so... <laughs> oh, my God. Taco Bell gift card. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy two of them yep. look at that wow i'm set for one week mm -hmm. i wasn't gonna say life <laughs> half a week we're rocking and rolling where did you where's this from from my mom's oh, uh, my mom had some boxes. heather gems made in scotland you could have gotten me a heather gem i should have i really dropped the ball on that one what a christmas you dropped the stone you don't have, have to open that one now if you don't want to. No, no you can. I'll open it. Is it a handwritten letter? Am I going to cry? This no. is Meft. It's written to Meft. So <laughs> I think that should be Matt. Oh, nice. Awesome. So this is... Uh, oh, I still have some jewelry. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Whoa. I heard Matt likes Batman, so... Is your, uh, is your refrigerator... Can running? you put magnets <laughs> Yeah, magnets on it. Magnets. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Brett. Yeah. And also a gift certificate for Source Comics and Games. Did have you, you heard of that place? I have. Did you find out about this today? We, uh, Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, part of the BBC, was a uh, accomplice. In that. I love how it's a real certificate, was, like old school. Some, yeah, yeah. Well, that is way too generous. She did some Brett. recon. That is way. Well, too that's generous. a that's a little birthday and Christmas. Okay, let's play catch up. Well, what is it like? Yeah. Ten bucks. <laughs> 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 I wanted to get you some apparel from there, but I guess they don't have it. They don't have apparel? It's not like comics. Source Comics. Ooh. You guys can open that. Boy, I wonder what this is. Yeah. <laughs> is this Taco Bell? <laughs> I can just need. tell nice. that this is Maker's Mark. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, I love Maker's Mark, you. too. Peanut butter whiskey. Yep. Thanks, dude. No problem. It's bourbon. I like bourbon. <laughs> it's whiskey. It's whiskey? Yeah. Private and selection, no, yeah, Brett. and it's been opened. Oh, it's been opened. <laughs> <laughs> it's half gone. That's amazing. I got it for my Christmas party. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a regal for you. Yeah, it's a yeah. But well. Clark's, is, Clark's is special. It's yeah, the, it's the. You want to have some? It's yeah, the ten thousand lakes one. Nice. Really? Yeah. Where does it say that? Look at on the looky on the looky looky. Oh yeah, there it is. Well, thank there you, you go. Thank, thank you, you guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you both. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. All right, from there, let's go to uh, random news. This is random news of the week. We'll start with, 
Let's see, where do we start? We got a bunch of crazy ones. Oh, we'll do something Christmassy. This is a 103, 103-year-old artificial Christmas tree. One of the first to be mass-produced was auctioned for more than how much in Britain? How much do you think the first artificial Christmas tree? $75,000. No. Are we talking <laughs> You Euros? overshot that. Where is it, Britain? Britain. Really? What do they have there, Loonies? Three grand? Well, is this in pounds? Close. Four grand. Very uh, close. Four grand? Four grand. And this That's they only, all? This they only said grand. They didn't put it in pounds. Hmm. But the Hanson's auctioneer said the 2.5-foot-tall tree, described as the humblest Christmas tree, um, sold for 4296 So there you go. Hmm. Uh, I say ripoff. Total ripoff yeah. on that. Even if it was sold originally for twenty bucks, I think that would still probably be a ripoff. Yeah, for that it was size. sold for way less originally. I bet it was like three dollars, <laughs> right? Right, dude. dollar store. Uh, the tree was <laughs> was brought to Dorothy Grant's family home when she was eight years old in 1920, and it became a staple of her holidays for her entire life until her death at the age of 101. 101, man, I can only imagine. Do you, would you want to live that long? I Brutal. think I would. Yeah, yeah. They just had a story on the news about a guy that. It was his 103rd birthday. Wow. And what do you say? Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just <laughs> all like, I hope there tubes. isn't 104. <laughs> uh, the tree, which features 25 branches, 12 berries, and six mini candle holders, is believed and to be. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> is believed to be the first of the uh, mass produced artificial Christmas trees and was purchased by Grant's mother at Woolworths in London. Um, so there you go. Um, you guys bought a Christmas tree, right? Did you guys do? Or you real, went down, yeah, cut real. It, we cut it down. Hell yeah, well, I cut it down. And then that's a that's that's <laughs> a your house. Yep. Yeah. And then do you have, we a, have real a fake Christmas? one? You have a fake one. Yeah. Gotcha. Which I honestly think is the way to go because then you know the branches can hold your ornaments. Right. And Pornaments? I mean, what did you say? Pornaments? <laughs> is that what you have? Is pornaments? <laughs> Brett. Brett's got I do porn, have porn on the brain. I guess. Yeah. My God, dude. So do you water it every day? Are you, yeah, uh, I have yeah? to pour water in it every day. Okay. Pour water in it. That's a stretch I'm on that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, <laughs> Stop them every five seconds. But yeah, you have to because otherwise that'll dry out and that'll become... Yeah, uh, the, the needles will turn all orange. And it'll be a and, tinder, uh, tinder box. It'll go yeah. up in flames like nothing. I'll just set it on fire myself. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like, and don't take offense to this, it, I... I don't know if I could trust any of us, all three of us, to water a tree every day. Do you? But are you? I have good? been. You have been. Yeah. God. I don't know. I just feel like it's so tough. Brett, are you good with watering well, no, plants? You don't have to every well, day. Because you, you have no in, like, plants in your apartment. I have one, but it's a uh, it's one that I got at. That, uh, it's a cactus. It's essentially yeah. a cactus. Yeah. It's at uh, whole. I got it at not Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. So it's a tiny one. I call it Terry. And that one is, I don't have to water it all the time. Tiny Terry. Tiny Terry. I, you yeah. don't know why you call it Terry? Yeah. No, I know why I call oh. it Terry. Just cause I was just quoting Wait, that's the Pink whole name. Floyd song. Oh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> yep, classic. Classic you Pink music Floyd. nerd. <laughs> it was Gerald, though, not Terry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there, let's go to uh, NASA. NASA offered an update on the two tomatoes that were lost for eight months aboard the International Space Station and offered the first look at the dehydrated fruits. Someone's like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last of their food. <laughs> the tomatoes, among the first ever grown in space, were originally suspected to have been eaten 
by astronaut Frank Rubio, who insisted that they were merely lost somewhere on the station. <laughs> this might be it's like the biggest one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where they are. Well, of all the foods that like sneak, like I'm gonna eat the tomatoes. You know what though? I love tomatoes. I remember when Would I you was, just eat one like an apple because uh, yeah. you said you'd eat an onion like an apple. Yes, I used to always eat tomatoes, and I still do. Either. You would rather eat a tomato that they grew up there over an apple. Well, wait a minute. They did they actually there? grow yeah. it up there? Uh, yes, so they just said oh, that they yeah. did. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but now this might be a dumb question. But in space, can you smell? Can you smell in space? Probably on the ship, because I don't know. There's oxygen on it. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, because I feel like wouldn't you be able to be like, oh, the two tomatoes yeah, they are have stuck to behind smell each other's farts. Right. <laughs> right. They get a little get uh, booster. <laughs> they yeah, they turn no gravity on them. Oh, here you go. In the vacuum of space, our noses cannot detect odors. Oh, and in if the we, vacuum of space. So, what about in a ship with oxygen filled nope. it in it? This is no, but it says thanks to the te- testimonies of numerous astronauts, we have a wealth of personal accounts that prove how space does have a distinct smell. So they're just up there, not rocking any deodorant. That just probably terrible. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know how they work out? It's so bizarre. Like on the ISS, mm-hmm. there's like. Uh, treadmills that they have to tether themselves to so then they can run on. Because, I mean, you got to do something to, I don't know, get the heart pumping. Right, yeah. Um, So, yeah, NASA provided a first look at the tomatoes, which are dehydrated and squished, but astronauts said they showed no visible signs of microbial or fungal growth despite the high humidity aboard the station. Um, yeah, the space agency said that the tomatoes were then transported to the nearest Wendy's for public consumption. So there you go with that. No, the space agency. Put it on the Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) Which was also lost. (laughs) Right. No, this just said the space agency said the tomatoes were discarded by the station. If I was was an astronaut, I'd sneak a Baconator up into space. (laughs) Oh, for sure. How do you not? Uh, from there, let's do TV. You guys watching any TV this week that uh, you've been into? Yeah, been watching. Into, I don't know, but Fargo. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch last night. So I didn't watch last night's either. Oh, yeah, but I'm caught up on that. Like, I'm, up, I'm caught up to that. I'm giving it a not good. Uh, that was the weakest episode a lot of people were saying, too. I don't think it's that slow. great. I think it's like, where is this going? No, I don't really spoilers. care. I don't Come like on. any of the characters. You don't? You don't like John Hamm? Not really. And his nipple he's, rings? Yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculously good. And what is Jennifer Jason Lee's character? She's just like yeah, unnecessary. What, and what's that accent she's doing? Yeah, too? what is that like, accent? Yeah. That's not Minnesota. At That's all. That's just yeah. kind of weird. So like, weird, yeah. Your wang or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's a strange one. Um, I'm kind of leaning more towards good, but this last episode was not good for me, for sure. The fourth one? Yeah. Yeah, how'd you like the... It was a Jason Schwartzman doing the, like... The narration, yeah. narration. But he does it so weird that yeah, he's... Yeah, uh, I don't... He, is he trying to do, like, a... Like an actual wildlife Yeah, like narrator? the tiger. I think so. Sees his prey. I think that's what he was going for. Um, I saw a bunch of the TV, the classic specials, like the um, Christmas specials. I watched the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, um, which is classic. And uh, um, Rudolph. And what? 
Rudolph's my favorite. Yeah, the Rudolph's good. Lives. I didn't watch that. I'll probably try to watch that in the next couple of days. I try to watch Frosty. Watch them all. I didn't watch that. I watched the Leprechaun Brown Christmas. The Leprechaun's Christmas Gold. I've never heard of that. That one I had never heard of either. It was made in 1981 uh, by. Is it um, Warwick Davis? <laughs> it's not. It should have been. It's uh, Rankin and Bass, one of their specials. So animation, claymation, stop motion. Um, really good and just super crazy. It's about an I- Irish sailor. He's stranded on an island full of leprechauns and is trying to protect the leprechaun's gold from a greedy hag is what they call her. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What is Christmas about this? It's the, it's Christmas gold. That's what. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, also, too, from uh, Rankin and Bass, I saw Pinocchio's Christmas, also in the 80s. Um, that's a stop-motion TV special um, all about Pinocchio. And that was that was pretty good and weird and twisted. But, uh, but, Does he end up in the whale again? No, no. Oh. He's all on land on this one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, I'll give all those specials because they're classics. I'll give all those uh, a good. Um, Brett, you watching anything else? No. What am I watching? Uh, You're watching Reacher. You were saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Reacher, of course. How did I forget that? Yeah, yeah, I watched all three episodes of Reacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are they releasing it one by one? Is that what they're doing? Well, they no. did three at once. Okay. And then from here on out, they'll do, I think, one a week. Oh, shit. So maybe I'm at three. Should yeah. I watch that? I didn't watch season one at all. Well, you got to watch season one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Season one's great. Yeah. Is it? It is great. It's actually a great right, show. I'm going to hold you to that. And I'd say these first three are better than the first season. Oh, wow. I'll give them a good. It better live up to the hype you're giving it right now, Matt. I like them because they're not the same cast, too. Reacher's the same. But the other players from yeah, the first season. Well, yeah, because it's, it's like yeah. Kung Fu where he's going like different places. Right. And, like, Getting into different adventures. Yeah. I love that. Hmm. I love that, Brett. Yeah. Do you love that? You yeah, maybe me. you I should watch Kung it. Fu, Brett. <laughs> you would love that. Would I love that? It's like Austin I've Powers only ever three. seen the new, the like remake with his son. Oh, yeah. And rebooted it. Yeah. Austin Powers has a son? <laughs> from there let's go to advice this is our advice segment of the week ladies and gentlemen if you have any advice comments or questions reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com that's notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com and we'll try to answer an advice question or comment for you guys Uh, but we'll start with um, is it weird someone wants to know she wants to know is it weird that she plays matchmaker for her ex so they broke up and after the breakup she had a revelation that her ex and one of her former roommates would be a perfect match. What do you think about that? Did she try it? She, oh, right now she's saying no, but she doesn't know. She's yeah, just, no problem with this. You have, yeah, I don't either really. What yeah. does it matter? Next question. Well, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think I could see how it could be trouble because you're kind of still kind of, you know, how long have they been broken up? She must not be. Yeah, you're not setting some this. parameters here. Did they just break up and well, she's this, trying to set him up with another guy? This doesn't say that they just broke up, but I think this could lead to trouble. Have you ever done a matchmaker situation where you've tried to set someone up? Not with the next, I don't think. Well, just in general, has it worked out oh. if you've tried to set someone up? 
I mean, I've tried to set Clark up so many times. With who? With who? It's Who'd not you? worked out. I don't know. It was like 2.30 at Slappers. <laughs> Are you going to try to set him up with someone tonight at Slappers? We might. He better not. <laughs> Did you actually try? You wouldn't even sit down for this person. No. <laughs> oh, that, do I know this person? I don't know if you know. No. Well, yeah. Do I yeah. know what the hell you're talking about? I, I think yeah. I know. I didn't sit down. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I feel like being a matchmaker is just like, it's tough because I feel like the odds are kind of stacked, could be stacked against you. And also, I, I kind of want to say stay out of it. Like, um, I don't know. I, I think she clearly doesn't want to be done with this ex, right? She still wants to be involved in his life and kind of get, you know, put him on the path yeah. with somebody else. Like She's got some sort of God complex. <laughs> you think that's what it is? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's Frankenstein and she's creating a monster. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Wait, she's Frankenstein? Yeah. Dr. Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's yeah, well, monster. Say Frankenstein. Yeah. The nerds, it's the doctor. Oh, yeah, is Brett learning monster. this for the first time? Yeah, Matt. It's wow. Frankenstein's Only the doctor, pedantic Matt. losers say Frankenstein's the doctor, not the monster. Well, listen. Nerd alert. Nerd well. alert. Uh, that is me to a T. Uh, next one comes <laughs> in. Um, extended family struggles with a relative's multiple divorce. Multiple divorces. So apparently one family member's had a ton of How old many? divorces. It says, what is this? Four. <laughs> um, <laughs> a reader, so someone takes exception to the idea that a family member's multiple marriages and divorces aren't the family's business. So this writer is saying that we can all talk about this guy's multiple marriages. Um, I feel like, yeah, you should always judge a person based on their mistakes and never let them forget their mistakes. Yeah. Um, Why did? What do they think the next one's going to be the one? Yeah. <laughs> How many chances do they need? Well, it could be. You're just saying after four they should give up. No, but I mean, why are you getting married? Just date the person. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? You've been married twice. Over over how many years was or they have? Yeah, that's true. Been? We don't know like how long this yeah. has been. Is this like years. it's probably four times He's over four years. Yeah, or two years. like four marriages over forty years. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that could be successful marriages, ten years at a time. Are they though? Yeah, I think anything for a few years. years. Pretty, yeah, that's a success. That's a success. Yeah. If I left my job tomorrow, I, I would say that's my not last the job. same. That's not a marriage though. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're not. You're not like. With love you could forever. quit your job tomorrow and it wouldn't matter. Whereas marrying someone and then they're like, you know, let's get divorced. Fuck it. Yeah, that's true. And I guess, you know, people measure success in different ways. And one thing that I can say is a success is this podcast, this Christmas special, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas special. Yeah, what a great note to end on. And, and let's look at uh, let's look at the reindeer again. Let's hear what the reindeer sounds like. Christmas reindeer. Uh, that is Brett's Christmas reindeer. Thank jingle you for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Clark. <laughs> Matt ran over a raccoon. Four years is too long to get a divorce. Let the da, 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 da. All right, Brett's All right, excellent. That was, that was I great. Some, I needed some. Uh, no, that was excellent. We let you. Material. No, you nailed no, it. I was you... going to let you drive off that cliff by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for driving off this cliff with us, and thanks for checking out another edition and the Christmas special. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. Thank you, Clark. You're welcome. Now, you guys have a company famous. It's called Blark, and yeah. you guys do a special thing 
during the month of December and special holiday gifts. And what did you come up with for this holiday week, this Christmas week? What do you have in store for us? Another stocking stuffer. We have the world's <laughs> largest fake Christmas trees. Something just happened on the microphones. I don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, we're going to go check that out. And a ghost. <laughs> and look out for those Christmas trees coming up. Those are good stocking stuffers. Thank you. Reach out to notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com, notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Thank you, Nalo. Thank you, Unis, for checking out and for putting music to this little podcast that we have. Uh, we will see you guys in a week. I love you.